Hello everyone, Miss Underhill here. And I'm here to get you out of the doom and gloom reports of everyday life by bringing a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart by dishing up some of my own real life stories from behind my bifocals and adding uplifting and humorous stories from others. This week, we're starting out our podcast with summer reflections from our resident, Miss Clara, followed by an article from Two Southern Sweeties called The Law of the Garbage Truck. Then from the Chatterbox News, we're going to consider some philosophies of life, followed by a little exercise for you to discover how smart your right foot is. We'll look at observations of getting older and finally wrap up with the generation gap. And to finish off, I wanted to include something cute I discovered by an unknown author. However, I felt it would be hilarious to include it. So let's get on with the show. Welcome back, everyone. I think Clara's getting ready to give us her real life story about summer reflections. I see Clara's biting at the bit to get going. So let's all say hello to Clara. Welcome again this week, Clara. I hope this past week has found you well and ready to share another adventure with us. Hi there, Leslie, and hi to all you folks out there who keep coming back to visit. I'm trying to make this one short so you can get back out to enjoy this summer well. Well, folks, it's one heck of a summer, if that's what one can call it. I usually sit outside with my feet up and whatever skin I decide I can expose to get a wee bit of sun and try to get some color on some of my parts. I've been told I'm so white. Now, I don't expose my legs because at my age, they just have too many dimples. When I was a week old, why, everyone told me I had the cutest dimples. When I smiled, well, the dimples in my cheeks had disappeared into my jowls. And I form new ones in my upper thighs. But believe you me, there's no smiling going on there. Oh, <laughs> Clara, I know what you mean about those leg dimples. I call them fat wiggles. No more the smooth skin from our youth, it seems. Oh, Lizzie, no one's seen my upper arms, including me, for I don't know how many years. The last time I took a second to notice them in the mirror, I almost lost my teeth. Why, it looked like a kin-sized bat on the attack with those huge flappers flailing. <laughs> I never thought of that that way, Clara, but now you mention it. Well, needless to say, I didn't get outside much, so I decided that a perfect summer would be to lie outside my easy chair with the sun shining, warm summer breezes blowing, birds singing, and the lawnmower broken. So I decided I was going to sit in my favorite easy chair and read the latest beauty magazines. You know, all the help I can get. You know, I was reading an article somewhere about how dolphins, after only a few weeks of captivity, can train people to stand on the edge of the pool and feed them fish. Oh, really? Not certain how that pertains to this, but I'm sure you'll make it clear. Well, you know, I do get off track and somehow it turns back to my dear sweet husband, Clint. Darn, I've been held captive by that darn Clint for nine fifty years and I sure haven't trained him out of stand anywhere and feed me anything. Why, he won't cook, clean, wash, or anything. 
I wonder how those dolphins do that. Why, I could turn tricks in the water or anywhere else if that's what it took to drain that darn land. My goodness, you sure do come up with questions and hopefully solutions. Hey, maybe my downfall is those tight-fitting jeans I own. I noticed the last time I squirmed into them all the loose fat and skin from my back and front were jiggling every which way over the waistline of those dang jeans trying to get some air. I was really scared that if I did the button on my jeans I'd be ejected into La La Land. This year, what with all the rain and such, I decided I'd concentrate on losing some of that extra weight I've been carrying around over the last decade or so. Then maybe I could look like Cindy Crawford. Well, just saying. And how's your week? Off I go. See you all in a week. Enjoy your summer. Bye. I'm not really too sure how all of that story fit together, but since this is live, I had to record it, and I leave it to all of you. Perhaps you can figure all this out. <laughs> The Law of the Garbage Truck One day I hopped into a taxi and we took off for the airport. We were driving in the right lane when suddenly a black car jumped out of a parking space right in front of us. My taxi driver slammed on his brakes, skidded and missed the other car by just inches. The driver of the other car whipped his head around and started yelling at my taxi driver. And he just smiled and waved at the guy and I mean, he was really friendly. So I asked, why did you just do that? This guy almost ruined your car and sent us to the hospital. That's when my taxi driver taught me what I now call the law of the garbage truck. He explained that many people are like garbage trucks. They run around full of garbage, full of frustration, full of anger, and full of disappointment. As their garbage piles up, they need a place to dump it, and sometimes they'll dump it on you. Don't take it personally. Just smile, wave, wish them well, and move on. Don't take their garbage and spread it to other people at work, at home, or on the streets. The bottom line is that successful people do not let garbage trucks take over their day. Life's too short to wake up in the morning with regrets. So, love the people who treat you right, pray for the ones who don't. Life is 10% what you make it and 90% how you take it. Have a garbage-free day. some philosophies. We never get what we want. We never want what we get. We never have what we like. We never like what we have. And still we live in love. That's life. The best kind of friends are the kind you can sit on a porch and swing with. Never say a word and then walk away feeling like it was the best conversation you've ever had. It's true that we don't know what we've got until it's gone, but it's also true that we don't know what we've been missing until it arrives. Giving someone all your love is never an assurance that they'll love you back. Don't expect love in return. Just wait for it to grow in their heart. But if it doesn't, be content it grew in yours. It takes only a minute to get a crush on someone, an hour to like someone, and a day to love someone. But it takes a lifetime to forget someone. Don't go for looks. They can deceive. Don't go for wealth. Even that fades away. Go for someone who makes you smile, because it takes only a smile to make a dark day seem bright. Find the one that makes your heart smile. 
May you have enough happiness to make you sweet, enough trials to make you strong, enough sorrow to keep you human, and enough hope to make you happy. Always put yourself in other's shoes. If you feel that it hurts you, it probably hurts the other person too. The happiest people don't necessarily have the best of everything. They just make the most of everything that comes along their way. Happiness lies for those who cry, those who hurt, those who've searched, and those who have tried, for only they can appreciate the importance of people who have touched their lives. When you were born, you were crying, and everyone around you was smiling. Live your life so that when you die, you're the one who's smiling, and everyone around you is crying. Now, how smart is your right foot? Or, how weird is your brain? This is hysterical. You have to try this. It's absolutely true. I guess there's some that have weird brains. <laughs> So, how smart is your right foot? You have to try this. It takes two seconds. I couldn't believe this. It's from an orthopedic surgeon. This will boggle your mind and it will keep you trying over and over again to see if you can outsmart your foot. But you can't. It's pre-programmed in your brain. Without anyone watching you, they'll think you're goofy. And while sitting at your desk in front of your computer, lift your right foot off the floor and make clockwise circles. Now, while doing this, draw the number six in the air with your right hand. Your foot will change direction. I told you so, and there's nothing you can do about it. You and I both know how stupid it is, but before the day is done, you're going to try it again. I know you will, if you've not already done so. Here's some observations on getting older. Your kids are becoming you, and you don't like them. But your grandchildren are perfect. Going out is good, coming home is better. You forget names, but it's okay because other people forgot they even knew you. You realize you're never going to be really good at anything, especially golf. The things you used to care to do, you no longer care to do, but you really do care that you don't care to do them anymore. You sleep better on a lounge chair with the TV blaring than in bed. It's called pre-sleep. You miss the days when everything worked with just an on and off switch. You tend to use more four-letter words. What, when, why, where. Now that you can afford expensive jewelry, it's not safe to wear it anywhere. You notice everything they sell in stores is sleeveless. What used to be freckles are now liver spots. And finally, everybody whispers. Now here's something about the generation gap. People born before 1946 were called the silent generation. People born between 1946 and 1964 are called the baby boomers. People born between 1965 and 1979 were called Generation X. And people born between 1980 and 2010 are called Generation Y. Why do we call the last group Generation Y? Why should I get a job? Why should I leave home and find my own place? Why should I get a car when I can borrow yours? Why should I clean my room? Why should I wash and iron my own clothes? Why should I buy any food? Never count grannies out. Grandma's 88 years old and still drives her own car. She writes to her granddaughter. Dear granddaughter, 
The other day I went up to our local Christian bookstore and saw a Honk If You Love Jesus bumper sticker. I was feeling particularly sassy that day because I had just come from a thrilling choir performance, followed by a thunderous prayer meeting. So I bought the sticker and put it on my bumper. Boy, am I glad I did. What an uplifting experience that followed. I was stopped at a red light at a busy intersection, just lost and thought about the Lord and how good he is, and I didn't notice that the light had changed. It's a good thing someone else loved Jesus, because if he hadn't honked, I never have noticed. I found that lots of people loved Jesus. While I was sitting there, the guy behind started honking like crazy, and then he leaned out of his window and screamed, For the love of God! Go, 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 Jesus Christ, go! What an exuberant cheerleader he was for Jesus. Everyone started honking. I just leaned out my window and started waving and smiling at all those loving people. I even honked my horn a few times to share in the love. There must have been a man from Florida back there because I heard him yelling something about a sunny beach. I saw another guy waving in a funny way with only his middle finger stuck up in the air. I asked my young teenage grandson in the back seat what it meant. He said it was probably a Hawaiian good luck sign or something. Well, I have never met anyone from Hawaii, so I leaned out the window and gave him the good luck sign right back. My grandson burst out laughing. Why, even he was enjoying this religious experience. A couple of the people were so caught up in the joy of the moment that they got out of their kites and started walking towards me. I bet they wanted to pray or ask what church I attended, but this is when I noticed the light had changed. So, grinning, I waved at all my brothers and sisters and drove on through the intersection. I noticed that I was the only car that got through the intersection before the light changed again, and I felt kind of sad that I had to leave them. After all, the love we had shared. So, I slowed the car down, leaned out the window, and gave them all the Hawaiian good luck sign one last time, as I drove away, praise the Lord for such wonderful folks. We'll write again soon. Love, Grandma. If you enjoy Life with Aunt Lizzie, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love to bring you these uplifting and fun pieces of humor and sometimes thought-provoking articles. And if you'd like to receive our Chatterbox News, where you'll find all kinds of fun things to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart, please visit www.lifewithauntlizzie.com and sign up for your free personal copy. Thank you for visiting with us this week, and we look forward to tickling your funny bone on further episodes. Meanwhile, take care, keep smiling. Until the next time, bye for now.